from the 915 to H-Town, from the Panhandle Plains to the Valley, and everywhere in between. This is the 5050 Podcast, powered by College Promoters USA. Join me, Hector Cano, as we cover the Texas high school club and college soccer landscape, along with an inside look at the college soccer recruiting scene. The 5050 Podcast is a platform about the people and for the people who are dedicated to the beautiful game. College Promoters USA, founded and located in San Antonio, operates as the only family-owned college recruiting company in Texas that brings a truly professional, local, and face-to-face approach to area high school student-athletes and their families. If your son or daughter is serious about college athletics, call them at 210-494-6363 or visit collegepromotersusa.com anytime. College Promoters USA, the best investment a parent can make in their high school student-athletes. Here we go. It's another edition of the 5050 Podcast, powered by our proud partners, College Promoters USA. Our proud partners, College Promoters USA, they are America's premier college prep program and high school student-athlete marketing service since 1997. Located in the in the San Antonio area, you can find them in the Ventura Plaza Shopping Center. You can also find them on social media on Twitter at SATX Recruiting, as well as on Instagram at College Promoters USA. And you can also get more info on what they're about at their website, collegepromotersusa.com. My next guest, he is the Chief Operating Officer of TASCO, the Texas Texas Association of Soccer Coaches, as well as the head men's soccer coach for Katy Seven Lakes High School, Coach Jimmy Kruger. Coach, how are you? I'm doing good. In the thick of the start of the school year, uh, fortunate enough to be at a school where we have 150 kids try to come out to play soccer for us. So. Wow. Part of the process is uh, making sure that our classroom sizes are manageable for myself and my two assistants so that we have a competitive environment as we try to prepare them in the fall for the start of our season. Outside of that, also tuning up for the convention that's coming up. There's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that happens. So I've had my hands full as well as, you know, toting around two children and jujitsu and now seventh grade football. So it's been quite, quite the load. Jiu-jitsu. Well, um, mm-hmm. I might have to ask you about that a little bit more offline, but hey, we'll get to the uh, we'll get to the uh, 150 later as well as some of the stuff you've been up to with uh, with Tasco in a minute. But uh, so you mentioned you mentioned the obviously the upcoming convention, but before we dive into that, just Tasco in itself, right? Obviously, we have a lot of a lot of coaches, a lot of teachers have left the profession in the in the last year to two retirement or what have you, but we have a lot of new coaches that are coming in and we have some that are maybe looking at entering the coaching ranks, uh, particularly on the public side, on the UAL side, maybe in the next year or two. So tell us a little bit, who, who is TASCO and, and what do they do? So TASCO is our state association. That's basically a collective group of coaches that serve coaches throughout the Texas area. Um, we, have a number of different things that we we do throughout the course of a year the big thing that's coming up obviously is the convention but at its core we're looking to expand upon educational opportunities for our coaches and growth of the game through educating coaches at our convention and over the course of the entire year we also provide scholarship opportunities for players accolades um, and and things of that nature 
uh, it's 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 a pretty exceptional organization from where it was when, when it originated in 1983. We've grown substantially. Right. So you, tell us a little bit your role, Chief Operating Officer. I mean, that sounds really cool, right? But obviously, <laughs> <laughs> obviously there's a lot to it, right? So just give us a little kind of uh, behind the scenes, just peek as to what that entails from your perspective, your role for TASCO. So this, this title, if you will, morphed out of what we originally called the marketing director that was held by Andrew Stewart for more than a decade, and he did and an outstanding job putting us in a position to where we can have real talks with real companies at a global scale to bring opportunities and, and um, you know, merchandise and things of that nature to our members. So the COO basically handles most of the contract work behind scenes. Um, I sell out the, the booth space. We have right now a sold out event. We've sold 31 booths now. Um, and well, there's, there's a waiting list. So I'm seeing about expansion rights, uh, other things in terms of, uh, dealing with board swag, board apparel, our gift that we give for all of our members or the attendees that show up for the convention, outfitting the all-star, we do a senior all-star showcase in May, get those uniforms that the kids are able to keep, um, like, you know, a lot of, a lot of business to business talk, if you will, as well as um, kind of providing a bit of guidance on the board. I've been on it since 2014, did the regional director path, got nominated for VP, then went president, past president into historian, marketing director, and now the newly uh, titled COO. If you're new or interested, this is a great path for, for networking and finding people with the same desires, interests, and passion that you may have. And you can make some, some really good, strong friendships throughout the way for sure. Yeah. And you mentioned, you mentioned the humble origins, right? Dating back to 1983. Why, why does, why does membership matter? I think it's one thing to know some of the things, some of the awesome stuff that Tesco is doing, what they're attempting to do and where they're going. But um, from that local, doesn't matter whether it's a head varsity coach or a JV assistant. Um, why does membership matter? So membership is pretty much the heartbeat to any conversation I have with any potential partner or sponsor. That's the first question out of their mouth is how many members we have. And you look at it from a national comparison, obviously United Soccer Coaches is the big, you know, organization with 30,000 plus and we're about 1200. So every single conversation I have, when we're talking about companies that deal on a national level, how many members are we talking about? So, you know, with the, the membership and in, in it, it's our backbone, if you will. And that's why we've had a massive push to provide more value for our members over the course of the years. When I first got on the board, truly a membership got you the rights to put players up for all state, all region at the end of the year. And we wanted to move a little bit more in depth to what we do. And the first mm -hmm. step was our partnership with sports session planner. It, every single member of Tasco has free access to sports session planner for that year, for that membership year. And that value right there, if it, they were on their own and wanting to purchase it, it was over a hundred dollars a year. And they wouldn't even have all the club components that we get. And it's free 
with a membership. So that right there, instant value. And, you know, we're, we're constantly looking at other methods to provide even more value through a membership. We've created a, um, a new pricing system as well, where now an assistant coach can get that that sports session planner, which I can talk a little bit about what that is as well yep. for a assistant coach rate and not a head coach rate. And then the same thing for non-UIL or club coaches that don't have a high school head coaching title to their name. All they have to do is go to our website, tasco-soccer.com, make a profile, and then you can go in under the coaching corner and look at everything that's there for us in terms of membership. Um, sports session planner, if, if you want me to talk a little bit about that. It's basically a, um, a online digital method to either create your own sessions, animate those sessions. There's also a global library with thousands and right. thousands of training sessions embedded in it to where you can look at it from a topic standpoint see what you're interested in working in on that day within that week whatever it may be and you can literally just find something that you feel like works for you and uh you know you, there's other i mean you can go on quite a bit there's quite a bit that you can do you can um, send out your session plans to your your team with the animated components in it so they can actually see a digital um training session if you will so they can see it before you're out there on the field so it's it's a really cool software that i'm happy that our members have access to right and you know those those are just a few of the resources obviously their members would get now any um now i know you and i have had that conversation for um historically speaking traditionally speaking tasco's impact has been on on the public side with uil and there are growing conversations as far as trying to include our private school coaches more particularly on the taps uh, on the taps side um trying to grow that community further and expand expand that membership make it stronger but in addition to that or and maybe you can comment on that but in addition to that are there any any changes coming uh in the foreseeable future um that you can share with us today so as far as um trying to acquire more TAPS coaches into the organization. You know, our, our mission, our, our, our big thing is to further the game, right? And right. education's a big component to it. And if it, the whole public and private stigma, you know, that's going to start to, to thin out in my mind. And if we can, uh, you know, make the push to get private school coaches interested in the organization. I know there's an interest there too. It's just a couple conversations need to be had. And I feel like if we're really trying to grow our membership numbers, hitting the private school section is the next thing. And then obviously middle school. Um, and then, you know, with the big grand scheme of it, there's no reason why club coaches in the mm -hmm. Texas scene don't want to get a part of this because it's local education. It's not it's not traveling to the USC convention, which was just at Kansas City. And now it's going to Philly. It's 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 close and it's at a different time. So more educational opportunities, the better. Right. So, yeah, there's some talks behind the scene on trying to um, make it make sense for private school coaches to want to join our organization um, outside of, like I said, with the sports session planner, there's a tremendous amount of discounts our membership get to a VO promo for the new VO two. You get 50% off a of camera right. just from a Tasco membership. 
uh, a USC contract we have, you get a discounted rate with USC if you're a Tesco member as well. And the more members we have that decide to go USC as well, you get it for a cheaper value. And that contract's almost signed off on, and those details wow. will be coming off in the next week or two. Awesome. Great stuff. And I know so some of the conversations that I've had with other private school coaches is they've just, I don't know, take it as an, as, as a given that, that private school coaches cannot, cannot join. And I know that is not the case. And that's kind of why I wanted you to maybe speak on that a little bit, because that's one of the questions, as you know, I'm on the private, you know, I'm on the private school side of things right now at a local tap school here in San Antonio in St. Mary's hall. And that's one of the questions that I often get. There's definitely interest there, but it tends to be, it's like, well, I always thought it was only for, for public school coaches, which is not true. That's yeah. I mean, there's no public school in the Tasco. It's, it's, uh, you know, Texas association soccer coaches. Right. Um, I think the, the fear is just the recruitment component from, you know, full transparency that some coaches might be a little leery that their players could be poached, if you will. Right. And mm -hmm. if we can get beyond that stigma or that fear and, and, pull together even more quality coaches, it benefits everyone in my mind because our first goal should be growing the game and absolutely, um, you know, impacting young adults. And that's probably the highlight to all of our careers. We probably have numerous stories that we can share about, you know, impacting kids and so on and so forth and eventually be invited to weddings and things like that. So, you know, it's, it's it's a simple thing as just you know continually looking at the opportunities we used to have a private school liaison matter of fact mm. and it's something oh, wow. that maybe we might try to uh bring back into the equation i did not know that it's, you know, how long ago was that uh, six or seven years ago really okay mm -hmm. wow interesting i learned something here today so actually i'm learning quite a bit but yeah um so Take us through the timeline, right? You have you have the upcoming, and obviously we'll get to those dates and everything a little bit more in a minute. But take us to that. Take us through that timeline leading up to November's this November's convention. When did when did that planning start for this upcoming convention, and how did that how did that play out? Oh, second my season ended, which was end of April. We made right. it to the state tournament this past year. We were fortunate enough to to get there. Uh, that's when it started, and it's it's quite the undertaking to put something like this together. And you know, there's a lot of moving parts, and you know, we ha luckily we have a lot of really good people on the board that kind of share the load. Brian Thompson's our educational director, and he's handled the clinician, uh, the clinician side of it, and and dealing with who's coming, the topics that are being discussed, and and everything that pertains to the delivery of the educational component. Um, you know, it's, it's almost every day I have phone calls, emails, I have to step out of my classroom. It's quite a lot of work, but at the end of it, it's rewarding. And it was, you know, my first go of it was last year and I had Andrew Stewart there to kind of give me, you know, the guidance because he's done it for 10 years. And then when you're there and you see it all come together and you see all the coaches in collaboration, it's, 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 it's worth the time. You know, um, so yeah, I'll, I'll probably be working on it all the way up until the week, 
leading up to it. We have a bunch of promos and things that are about to be hitting the social media. Obviously, the one that I've put out on two different occasions is we're going to have our very first tech ball tournament. Pretty excited about it. If you don't know what tech ball is, think about ping pong table with the soccer ball and the table curves down so that the ball can drop and it's not in the way when you're bringing the ball back. Um, my, my, my buddy, former president, now past president, Gilbert Villarreal and myself entered an international tournament in the USC convention and we made it to the semis. I was wearing blue jeans. He was wearing athletic (laughs) gear, but we made it work. Um, it's fun. It's a lot of, yeah, yeah. I wasn't prepared. Let's just say Um, that's, that makes it more impressive. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it was a lot of fun. It's a really good, um, fun activity that works on touch and uh, communication among other things. And we're going to do that the Thursday of our event and the Mm -hmm. winning team gets a table delivered to their school that they are representing. The tables are roughly retail about 800 or sorry, $1,800 a piece. So nice little first day giveaway. Right. So, and that's going to be, you said, in the form of a, of a tournament. Is that what you said it's going to be? Correct. Uh, Our Twitter handle has a, I think the pen tweet is a Google form for you to enroll your team member name, your contact okay. information and what school you're repping. And then we've nice. done the quick goal giveaways so many times where we're going to be giving away a couple of big goals, um, some, some, uh, Corver goals, some European four by sixes and a bunch of, um, training kit, you know, mm-hmm. corner flags, coaching sticks, pennies, uh, mini cones and, and, flat markers, et cetera. So there's a lot of stuff coming out. Great stuff. Awesome. Now, what are the rules on this tournament, though? Is it like a full-fledged bracketology? How many te- – is there a max number of teams? What are we going off of here? What, um, what, no, what's in play? No. <laughs> there's, that's all um, fluid, if you will. We're going to see how many how many entries we have. And obviously, when this thing kicks off at 8 p.m., that's all going to play into it. If we have six – six teams, which I think we're have more than that. Obviously right. it's going to be a little bit different, but uh, potentially just single elimination winners. You move on brackets and Gilbert's the king of brackets and he's the host of the tournament. Right. He's excited about that role and responsibility. Um, and you know, it's, it's during our social and it's going to be, it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. I well, asked my, I, I asked my, uh, my 60 plus and 50 plus year old assistants, if they're going to rep seven lakes, they both declined because the 60 plus, if he's listening right now, he just had two knees done. So he, he had double full on knee replacement on both yeah. sides and he's in recovery mode right now. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I want to know Gilbert's actually who I want to know is who his uh, social media person was. Cause I don't know if you noticed during, uh, during the state playoffs, they were killing that, uh, Fancy social media person, the fancy graphics. Yeah, they were killing it during the state playoffs. So that San Antonio all- Reagan was Twitter yeah. was happening. That's 100% Gilbert. <laughs> Everything about that is Gilbert. There's right. no denying it. I mean, he thinks he's Mr. Clever behind the scenes. And it was it was original. It was completely original. Was. I, I yeah. honestly was looking forward to it. And then I asked him if they exited before us, would he would he gift us with his with his uh, abilities oh. and do a little, uh, you know, school to school promo for us. Yeah. Yeah. Well now what would have happened now, if you all were facing each other there in the, I don't know, would have been in the state final, maybe state tournament, hypothetically going back on it. What would have happened then though? 
It would. <laughs> it would have been. Is he double tasked there, or what happened? There? I don't. I think he would have just abandoned us. Is what would have happened. <laughs> so he probably would have had our promo benefit him. There'd been a bunch of that green color in it, or whatever it may yeah. be. <laughs> All right. So, so the question that everybody probably wants to know, right, is some of the things that are in the works for the upcoming convention, and, and in terms of what you can share is all right. Who's coming? Who's coming to speak? Who's coming? Some of the clinicians, speakers. What can you share uh, as far as what's what's already booked? Who's booked and who's coming? So there is uh, a lot of. We'll go. We'll go from the the vendors side, and then I'll move to the clinician. Gotcha. The if you've been to our convention before, the layout's going to be a bit different this year. It's going to be a. It's bigger, especially with Tech Ball there, and they're going to have two tables in their booth it's 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 going to be a large event if you will um i i'm i'm proud to say that our clinician our clinician that's kicking off the event is my old college coach midwestern state coach uh doug elder he was you know put in the hall of honor for midwestern as a player and as a coach as well one of the winningest ncaa division two coaches um, to date he's now a scout for fc cincinnati He's been bugged quite a bit to do it, and now that he has a lot more freedom with his role as a as a MLS scout, because a lot of it is through what we're doing right now, virtual meetings, and then you know watching games and things of that nature, he, he can come down without an issue. Because of the timeline of where our, our convention is, the college coaches often have issues committing because they could still be in postseason right. at the time. So it's hit or miss um, what's going on with it all, but we have – uh, you know, all basically the, we're going to release all these clinicians over the next couple of weeks where we put it on Twitter where we are announcing who it is going to be. Right. I can tell you that we have um, a technical director. We have professional goalkeeper. We have um, educational director of USC. Uh, there's a lot of good names as well as some quality high school coaches that are going to be presenting. And that's kind of been the big thing that we we keep hearing is we want to hear from our high school coaches. We want our high school coaches to uh, present as well because there's a tremendous amount of gifted coaches across the United, or sorry across the United States and Texas um, that it, it's fascinating to see coaches at our level go out and and put out a presentation that you can get something from. It's it's great. Uh, and it's a typical format from previous conventions where it's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday event. Thursday, the uh, exhibit hall opens at 4 p.m. for sessions at 5. Those are three field sessions. Friday, it's a a.m. p.m. Um, with a two-hour lunch block in between. And then Saturday is just the a.m. But right. the USC also provides us with a clinician, and we're talking with nice. them on what high-level clinician that's going to be. And that's getting finalized within the next week or two. Right. Right. So we've talked about clinicians. We've talked about vendors, um, to name a few. Any what's on tap in terms of just strictly speakers? Maybe what? How many? How many are you all looking at as far as the, on the classroom side? Maybe where where are you on that? So we have a full load. Our our whole schedule is it's booked. So typically we have um, three classroom sessions going on on every hour on Friday. That starts at 9 a.m. So there's there's a field session on Friday 
at 9 a.m. and three classroom sessions for a total of four opportunities so you can see what you want to do. And that handles on 10 a.m., on 11 a.m., when we come back at 2 p.m., 3 p.m., 4 p.m., four sessions each hour in that event. On Thursday, it's uh, just the three field session, and Saturday, it's three field session. So some of the session topics will be things like um let's see let me let me actually pull up what's on the on the docket um developing uh, team shape physical testing of high school soccer players uh what you do in tryouts and player evaluations forms uh using wearable tech to get the most from your team leading individual players training and motivating the high school goalkeeper, transforming young athletes with game-changing insights, building your program when you don't have club players, scouting the opponent, developing team shape, building a team culture, what college coaches look like when they're recruiting players, um, warm-up and activation drills and how it benefits your overall training session. You know, just to name a few of the different, and that's, those are all, you know, on the docket, if you will. Right. Nice. So vendors, speakers, clinicians, you talked about some of the stuff. We talked about the tech, the, the tech ball tournament. What else will be different this year? So the biggest difference we have is we're going to be having our first podcast be a uh -oh. part of uh, our event where they're going to be in attendance and they're going to have a bunch of, you know, different ideas in terms of delivering content, whether it be pull off, come here, interview, whether it be interviewing clinicians after the fact. And I think that podcast is the 50-50 podcast. They're going to be oh, there. Oh, wow. Making some breaking news here. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that there. You heard it here first, right, from Coach Jimmy Kruger, Chief Operating Officer, Tasco. The 50-50 podcast will be in attendance at this year's Tasco High School Coaches Convention. Looking forward to it. Thank you for the invite. We're delighted. Um, great stuff. Great stuff, Coach. Thank you. Um, so give us for maybe maybe it's a new high school coach, right? It's first year in, just got hired. What what can they what can they expect? They're walking, they're going, they're going to the convention. Where's it gonna be? And obviously they can find some of this online, but where's it gonna be? The dates, but more importantly, when they walk in right to the convention. What can they like expect? Give us give us a visual here. So, conventions at Moody Gardens in Galveston, Texas. It's a unique venue. It's it's large. It's very large. Right. Everything that you will need is at Moody Gardens. So, basically, the in their convention center, you'll see all the postage and signage, everything. You'll walk in. You will see uh, a hall and doors that are blocked off at the beginning, right? The hall leads you to registration. Very, very well done registration. Press Holcomb, who is the girls coach at Kingwood, kind of, I would say, improved our registration process from years past where you've had to wait in long queues. Pre-registrations helped tremendously where we've had a lot of coaches go ahead and pre-register for our event to where everything's there for them. They just go to their own specific pre-registration line and get their credentials, get their swag bag, and on they go. Um, but you go into this big room. If you don't pre-register, 
you will get into a line and they'll uh, process your payments and make sure that you've got a profile set up on our website and, and troubleshoot anything on the spot right there. Uh, you'll collect your, your swag bag and what's in the swag bag is basically um, we, we have a, uh, a Hummel top for everyone that's coming. Nice. We there's a bunch of vendor giveaways that we, we as a board on Wednesday we stuff a thousand of these bags with all these different items. There will be some quick goal items in there as well, and then um, from there, if they're there early, they just get it. They can take their stuff up to their room. Once 4 p.m. hits, they can hit up the exhibit hall, and basically you go through the doors. It's all housed in one location. It's a, it's very, very large. I want to say 55,000 square feet. It's a huge, huge space. And you'll see all the vendors right when you walk through the door. Um, Hummel and American Challenge will be right in your face. But from there, you can just navigate through all the rows and talk to all, all the different companies that come here to, uh, you know, expand upon the game, if you will, with whatever their business is. And the field sessions house right next to the exhibit hall. So you'll be going there plenty of times if you happen to be going to our field session. So the field sessions all indoors. Uh, it's a pretty large field surface and there's chairs on field level for you to sit, read, learn, whatever it may be. The cool thing if you've been to our previous conventions is um, Sports Session Planner is coming. They're coming from the uh -huh. UK. And this is a pretty cool thing that we're going to be doing. We're going to have QR codes for all of our field sessions. And those QR codes, you're going to scan them. And you're going to have access to the session plans right there. So if you have your iPad nice. or whatever it may be, you can follow right. along in, in, in the palm of your hand. If it's animated, you can see everything. If it's passing patterns, whatever it may be, you can see everything there, the notes. And then you can even copy and then you can take notes on your, on it yourself. So really cool. And then we have a massive screen that's above the, the field that's going to be broadcasting the session planner, the sports session planner as well. So that's a cool new thing that we're bringing to the equation. And it it's it's nice. It's really well done. So obviously pre-registration is preferred, right? You, you're accounted for, you can guarantee certain things, but is there a actual pre-registration deadline and then at which in which time the only other way people can attend would be registering at the actual event well so there's method pre-registration can be done in a couple different ways but it, the online payment everything's processed and done if you're paying through the online right, right. some school districts do uh you have to do a check request and the school district will cut a check for you you'll just bring that with you um there's no issues. And as far as uh, a cutoff date, there's not for pre-registration. We print labels there. It's not on your badge, your, your convention badge. It's not, your, it's not pre-printed. We print mm -hmm. it on site. So you gotcha. know, it, it, there's no cutoff. It's just when you have it, it's done. Right. Now, maybe you all get this question every so often, but um, or maybe, I don't know, maybe every year for the, for the first timers, but new coaches attending, what are some of the things you recommend that they, that they should bring or they need to bring? And some of the things maybe that people tend to bring. And then you hear all the time is like, I didn't need this, or I didn't need that. Any, any recommendations on that? So uh, I noticed a lot of coaches will bring a notepad and, and they'll take active notes, which is fine. 
but everything being presented will be provided for you as well. So, you know, if, if you're one of those that is very, uh, you know, you have to write it down to, to get the information, that's completely fine. Um, the big thing is just come with an open mind. You're going to have a lot of content pushed at you in a short period of time. So sometimes that fear feels like overload, but honestly, if you can come away taking one or two things, it's beneficial and then not worry about getting everything at once because you can collect it after the fact, if, uh, you know, through the sports session, um, training sessions are available at later time, et cetera. And our clinicians are really good at sharing their presentations as well in the classroom. Typically, you know, I've presented before and I've had coaches ask me for it. I've just emailed them everything they needed. And if there was questions after the fact, I was more than happy to, to, you know, answer it. So right. yeah, come with an open mind. You know, you're going to meet a lot of people. We're expecting over a thousand coaches there and you know, it's, it's quite, quite a fun event. Great stuff. Great stuff. And again, uh, those, those dates coach, can you share those with us? So November 17th, we, we kick it off. That would be the Thursday. It's a November 17th to the 19th. We always go the weekend before the Thanksgiving holiday and you know, a little tip, if if you want you can make it a family affair and we have coaches do it all the time where they bring their their wife or their husband or their partner and they bring kids and after the coaching convention moody gardens is a family friendly place and it's right. it's great yeah awesome great stuff definitely looking forward to it and proud humbled to to be invited so thank you for that coach um so as we transition here uh we're going to we're going to actually go to your switching hats here coach go to your actual coaching side right so last year's last year's squad right don't quote me on this but i know you make the great run state appearance in the in the 6a state tournament you play 22 2 and 3 i think it was on the year right i think um but you play in an unbelievably exciting state semifinal versus plano um you look back to that right to and then going forward into this year how are you how are you using that to for momentum going into this season to help springboard into hopefully what will, what will be a an equal or deeper run well the thing about last year's side is we we were incredibly young um i i graduated my back line and then my one of my central midfielders and everyone else is back so they got to sample what that venue is and what that event is. And it created a bit of a hunger for more. So for me, it's about one guiding them to continually push. And at the same time, not just completely expect it to be given to them because there's a lot of teams that are gifted in our region and that, you know, they're going to be just as hungry to, knock us off if you will but the other thing is complacency is a very dangerous thing and then when you have success it simply it's it's a constant battle to make players not simply just be settled with it right so you know we're, we were young we're young again this year and at the same time there's a new energy with the group um, we had really good leadership last year i'm expecting really good leadership this year and uh you know, I'm excited to see what this team's made out of. 
And this this is kind of maybe a, a follow up to what you just said. But what will what will be different from this year's team? Uh, we'll be a little bit more mature. We'll be older. Um, if you were at the Plano game, obviously there, you know, tale of two halves, if you will. First half, yeah. we yeah. played pretty well. Uh, you know, they they were a little bit distraught with it. Our game plan in the second half did not come out in the first 15 minutes. We wanted to high press them and. You know, they had a three-five-two system and a double-six, and they wanted to just hit the diagonal ball to their big right. athletic guys. And we got pinned deep for about 15 minutes. That's where all the damage happened. And I'll yeah. tell you what, I learned something from that stadium. And for anyone listening that ever is lucky enough to play there, be prepared for your players on the field not to hear you. It, it The mm-hmm. noise is incredible. I had players five feet from me not able to hear me, and all I'm yelling is for wow. them to step up the field. And in that course of time, you know, we really didn't hold on to the ball enough for it to be like a let's let's settle and get up the field. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with our student body right behind me, screaming their heads off, I, I was I was mute. I was screaming at the top of my wow. lungs. And no wow. one could hear me. It's absolutely incredible the noise. And I, you know, and you yeah. see all the time in the NFL the home field advantage. So I'm from New Orleans, get all the time the loudness of the fans and the quarterback right. can't communicate with his players. I experienced that for the first time, and I've wow. played at big venues too. So wow. it, it's something. But you we'll know, be more mature, more physical. Wow. Yeah. No, that's great. You know, that's great insight because, ironic. You know, it's funny because out of all the coaches I've spoke, I've ever spoken with that have played there, no one's ever mentioned that. You're the first to really, to especially trying to communicate with players, and and I guess it's to a certain extent, it's it's a little obvious, right? When you're playing in, in that high of a level, you make it to the state tournament, but I don't. No one's ever actually mentioned that before. That's that's interesting. Yeah, no one's mentioned it to me either. You know, I, I've had <laughs> close friends that have been there. You know, and I asked them after the fact, "Hey, could your players hear you in the state uh, semis finals?" No. Well, hey, thanks for letting me know that <laughs> thanks, valuable thanks for information. <laughs> thanks for the heads up. Right, you would have had cards wow. out there or something. You know? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, it, somehow, somehow, if I ever end up there, somehow, I'm, I'm going to remember that. I'm going to remember that. So it's and simply I'll... the proximity of the fans to the bench, and yeah. you're, you know, the technical box isn't something that's enforced until that point of time, really, for us, at least right. in Region Three. So I'm, a, I'm almost a box-to-box coach, you know. Yeah. Always pacing on the sideline, if you will, and being held in that little technical area with the fans. It's, it's something. But don't get me wrong. I, I, uh, I loved every minute of being a part of that. I've been at every single state tournament because I've had to work it through Tasco, and it was nice to be on the other side of it for a change. Yeah. It's great stuff. Well, we uh, definitely wish definitely wish you and your boys the absolute uh, best of luck. And uh, maybe you can make a, re- uh, a repeat trip and maybe beyond this year, Coach. So one final question uh, regarding your, your this year's squad. The 2023 season will be a success. Finish this sentence. The 2023 season will be a success if? Well, the way we look at it is if we make a return trip to state and then finish where we left off last year, right? You set that standard, and we feel like we have a group of guys that can get it done, so why not set the standard where we think we can achieve? Right. Well said. Well said. Great stuff. Coach, you dropped all kinds of great nuggets, all kinds of breaking news there along the way, so appreciate that. Uh, Don't go anywhere. We know you're going to stick around with us. We get to pick on you a little bit for our counterattack segment, have some fun. Not at your expense. Have some fun with you, right? So uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. 
College Promoters USA, founded and located in San Antonio, operates as the only family-owned college recruiting company in Texas that brings a truly professional, local, and face-to-face approach to area high school student-athletes and their families. As the lead sponsor and proud supporter of the 5050 Podcast, alongside Coach Hector Cano, College Promoters is proud to be elevating its support for the college soccer recruiting process more than any other service in the country. If your son or daughter is serious about competing in college soccer, call College Promoters USA directly at 210-494-6363 or visit collegepromotersusa.com anytime. College Promoters USA, the best investment a parent can make in their high school student-athlete. And we're back with Coach Jimmy Kruger, Chief Operating Officer of TASCO, as well as the head men's soccer coach at Katy Seven Lakes High School. All right, Coach, it's counterattack time. You ready to uh, ready to dive in? Sure, I'll do my best. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure, right? No pressure. Mm-hmm. All right, first one. So this one, now this is as a coach, not as a player, right? So there's usually one or two questions in here that I ask every coach. So... Any game day superstitions or rituals? Yeah, I wear the same outfit on a Tuesday that I wore the previous Tuesday and the same outfit on Friday. So it's it's navy slacks and uh, gray slacks. And for all my hey dude wearers out there, I was a early adopter when it was just a Facebook company and all my fellow coaches would make fun of my hey dudes. <laughs> Yeah. Having, having, uh, I just started really, those kind of came on the radar for me maybe about, I don't know, six months ago. Are those really all that? Are they, are they really? They're comfortable and they helped yeah. me win games apparently. So keep rocking them. All right. <laughs> all right. Uh, strangest thing in your refrigerator right now? Uh, probably. So I'm a hothead. Um, I got the bomb in my fridge right now if you don't know what uh, hot ones is mm-hmm. it's 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 the third hottest one i believe always on it it's it doesn't make sense it just tastes like chemicals and it it's <laughs> terrible and but it's in my fridge <laughs> so what do you eat what do you eat that with so how do it's you, what more do you like a with? it's more like a you don't put it on anything it's it's like it's not for flavor it's not for anything it's like hey you got some friends over hey try this out that's where that's where it is, <laughs> and it's not good. So I've done you know, I've done the one chip challenge, the Carolina Reaper one chip challenge, and everything. Yeah, I'll yeah. do that every day of the week versus eat a teaspoon of this, the bomb, because it's just the flavor yeah. thing. So you don't randomly just pick stuff out of your fridge and say, "Hey, I, maybe I should I can dip this in there today." Nothing like that. I'll tell yeah. you know what I'll bring it with me <laughs> to Moody Gardens, and you can try it. All right, and you can take. Right. <laughs> we might we, we, we can, might do that live live on the air, live on the air there. Why yeah. not? Just say that. All word, right, I'll bring it. All right, yeah, you got. Hey, I'm 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 definitely a uh, a hothead as well. So uh, by all means, please do, Coach. All right, last last song you downloaded. Um, let's see. It's has to be Chris Stapleton, um, Broken Halos, I believe it was. Broken Halos? Mm-hmm. If you all know Chris Stapleton, man can sing. Yeah. What do you... 
I'm a country bumpkin rings, now. Yeah, the so, name rings the name rings a bell, but I'm trying to think of I and I'm sure I've heard him, but I just don't know names of songs or what Tennessee Whiskey's probably his ah, okay. most popular one. Gotcha. Okay. Awesome. Last last book you read or are currently reading? I just wrote um, this past summer the autobiography of Jurgen Klopp, Liverpool fan. So mm-hmm. wasn't it wasn't through his eyes. It was just basically um, on his career, all the way from player to player manager, and now where he's at right now. So that was my most recent read. I oh, say- I have to correct that actually. Oh. I read a book right after that. My wife made me. Um, this is where where, where the crawdads sang. I, I read that book. She made me. Okay. I'm going to leave it at that. Well, I was, <laughs> <laughs> oh, was going to say, it is so good to finally have another Liverpool fan on. I was tired oh, right of on. all. I was tired of all the, it just seemed, it was like a string of Manchester United fans for a while. And I, I was like, what is going on here? So, uh, so yeah, it's good to have another, uh, I knew you were a good man. I knew you were a good man from the start. So yeah, the, right. not that one, but that, that one is Liverpool. Uh-huh. Uh, I had a former player, who has season tickets and that was worn in Anfield. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Superpower. You can only pick one invisible or mind reader. I would have to go mind reader because I feel like you can use that for more than being creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like what, what's the benefit of being invisible, man? You yeah. Know, we're coaches. Yeah. You have to be seen as far as I'm right. concerned, right? Yeah. Mind reader. Mind reader. It, can, as a coach, it appeals. I think it would appeal to every coach. You I, would I think, think it can be some people you might not want to know what they're thinking, but at the same yeah, time, in, in our craft, I think it would be more beneficial. Right. Right. Okay. All right. So one thing. So you are. So Jimmy Kruger has appointed the soccer czar in America. Right. So you're in charge of all of soccer in America. What is the first, on any level, big or small? What is agenda item number one? first change you would make in soccer across America tomorrow? That's simple. Uh, Coaching education. Uh, The big thing, the big push I would do is make the licensing process more affordable. And, you know, I'm currently, let's see, in 2013, I did my national B license. I went to Seattle for that. Uh, It was a 10-day event. Obviously, the whole thing's revamped now. And they revamped mm-hmm. it shortly after 2013. So I was basically put in a hold and that hold has created a quite a bit of a backlog. I think where a high school coach isn't high priority to get into their yeah. A license, but at the same time, the, the price is substantial. It's quite the commitment and I get clubs, their club will pay for it more often than mm-hmm. not colleges same so on and so forth but we're talking grassroots right now and you see there's a tremendous amount of youth programs that exist and if we have more highly qualified coaches on the sidelines it benefits the game mm-hmm. drastically Absolutely. and you know i think there's an old it might it might be different but in germany i know there's a UEFA licensed coach for a fraction of players out there on the field. And that's not the same in the United States. It's, you know, it's, it's, I feel like that's step one. You get more qualified coaches and in the grassroots player development starts to come into play. And then we're, we're, we're rolling from there. So that's the easy first fix. 
Yeah. Yeah. I know at the time, and obviously it's a smaller population pool, but at the time the numbers were staggering in terms of percentages per capita going heading into the 2018 world cup, right? You remember uh, Iceland, right? They yes. had, I think one in every 10, I think yep. was a, was a, was an A, was a UEFA A license coach. So, which is pretty staggering. And then when you looked at the total number, just the volume of coaches that they had for a country that tiny, it, it just it was jaw-dropping it should be something that be analyzed and used because it shouldn't be an elitist thing make make the content hard make make the course hard to pass i get i get that um make it meaningful but at the same time make it available and you know Mm -hmm. make it not something that's going to be a a massive monetary commitment to coach you know right now the way it's formatted you have to go um, two different, I want to say four day s- weeks. And then there's a, a blended format where there's a lot of stuff done through, you know, the virtual sense. And then, so if you think about it, if you have to go to Kansas city twice, that's, that's four flights to there, two back, um, you know, room and board, not even the, the course itself, which is right. rather pricey. So I would, I would shrink the price of it and, and make it more attainable in terms of mm-hmm. getting in the doors, let the coach earn the license, but allow them the opportunity to get in the doors. Yeah. You know, and you spoke earlier, you spoke to um, USC, to United soccer coaches and them as an association, they've, they've really figured out. And obviously I, I understand the prestige behind the, the USSF licenses, mm-hmm. but in terms of the diplomas and the coaching education, the continuing education from United soccer coaches, they're, they're they've figured out that their hallmark is is inclusivity right inclusiveness not exclusivity which has been i'm sorry to say from as an organization you know the federation the u.s soccer federation has just has really made it it's not only not only pricey so so there's layers to the uh, the complexity right it's just the price the time commitment and then you i think on average right now i think for a b the average coach is being, I think, turned away at least three, maybe four times before before either they finally get in or they finally stop applying. No, I, I get it. Uh, our, our girls coach at Seven Lakes is in the B right now. I believe she was turned down the first time and got into the second one. I've applied for the A twice and um, have not gotten in yet. So, you know, it's yeah, I, I get it. The USC does a, a great job at it. And actually that's on, on my agenda now is I'm going to go look at their premier diploma and experience that side of the equation as well, because on the end of it, mm-hmm. coaching education is education. Expanding your knowledge is expanding your knowledge. And I'm a big believer that we're all students of the game. It's ever changing. And I need to continually, you know, learn in my field and not just simply go off of what I, what I know or had known. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I, and I can share from, from my personal experience with on the U on the United soccer coaches side, from my advanced national and my premier to the director of coaching, but particularly my premier, which I did in, I don't know, I think it was 20, 2016, 2017 in uh, Elmhurst college in Illinois, outside of Chicago. It was a phenomenal experience. It was a great experience. Just the level of the coach, the level of coaches who we had, there are instructors, the, uh, the coaches in attendance. And as you know, anytime you attend those, the real learning takes place amongst your peers, amongst your colleagues, the coaches that are in attendance. More so than the than the criteria, the curriculum, and the actual instructors itself. So, uh, so yeah, cannot recommend there. There's enough for sure. 
It's the environment for sure. You're, you're surrounded with it. It's the same thing. If you're trying to learn another language, what do you do? The best thing to do is go to the other, that country and, and, you know, surround yourself in it. Yep. hundred percent. Same thing in coaching education. Right. Yeah. Great stuff. So next question, who would play you in a movie? Uh, doesn't have to look get, like you. I, 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 I get a lot of different things, man. I would say a Bradley Cooper. I would, I'd, I'd be happy with him. Um, I, I, this, I don't see it, but I've been called uh, Tim Tebow quite a bit. I, I don't see it, but I, I, I'll tell you a story. Um, I was in Colorado with my father. We were doing something on my brother's behalf and on our way back, we stopped in this small town, little restaurant and I'm going to the bathroom and I come out and this old lady sitting there and she swears I'm Tim Tebow. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not, t- we were in Denver. Okay. Yeah. Well, outskirts of Denver, I should say. You shaving, shaving or you had the beard? Going I, think, I think I had this, but I, yeah. I don't know. Maybe she, maybe, maybe she had a long day. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I should, I don't know. I would say Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Tebow, huh? Tebow. Uh, yeah. One of my assistants says it too. I I don't see it. I think they're. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he's not an actor, but I see you, and I get a little glimpse of uh, like quick glance. You kind of almost give me like a little. Uh, you ever heard of uh, former Dallas Cowboys quarterback Babe Loffenberg? You give me a little I've bit. Never of got that. that. No. I mean, I, I don't know. quick glance. Knows? Maybe. I'd quick just glance. be happy there was a movie on me. Yeah. There. <laughs> As long as you're getting the royalties, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. Next one. A little bit more little, farming movie, but <laughs> right. <laughs> a little bit more cheesy, but also a little bit more serious, and it strikes at the core of what we do. But in three words, why did you become a coach? Change a life. There you go. Awesome. Yeah. Don't need to expand on that too much. That's that's pretty self-explanatory. Great answer. All right, next one. Any any hidden talents? Something that only very few amount of people may know. Hidden talent you have? Uh, I I mean, I have. This might not be. I have like a. I want to call it a family whistle. If I do it right now, my kids would come in instantly. They could be outside. <laughs> I'm not going to do it because it would hurt your ears really bad. Right, right, right. And it's just like. I discovered it when I got my braces taken off and I would say a hard S like soccer, uh-huh. but hard. It, and it would be a whist, like it would just screech. Yeah. So to that, or maybe like I can perfectly predict Tupperware and the leftovers and then make it fit perfectly, you know, like, like transferring just, food into like, yeah, oh, it's a, exact. Like you can look at the leftovers you have and you can look in your Tupperware oh, wow. collection and be like, that's the one and you get it and it fits perfect. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty worthless, but yeah, I'm sure so there's other people that can do that. Well, you can take some delight because for every one of you, there's someone like me who is God awful. I'm trying to stick, you know, like probably 10 pounds of something into right. A yeah. Tupperware that'll only hold two pounds of something, right? That's I'm that guy, right? Maybe so, yeah. it's a, a you know lost art. You know, you I think you're uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maximize your on. fridge space for sure. I think you're onto something. We might uh, we might need to test that one too at the convention. See how many bottles of the bomb we can fit into how many Tupperwares, right? Maybe you, just, you don't need yeah. bottles. You can have <laughs> one bottle, and that will last you for 
all of time <laughs> that you're not going through a bottle. Well, okay. So going back to that, what is the shelf life on that? How long is that good? That's for, a good uh, question. One bottle. Yeah. I'll have to go look because I've had it for yeah. quite the time. I've, I've probably have sampled it, if you want to call it sample it, maybe on three different occasions. And yeah. so there's a lot for you. You get your fill, but I'll look at mm -hmm. it. But I think gotcha. it's so chemically just I, I feel like it's a lifetime <laughs> just whatever there's nothing growing in that there's no change nothing it just it's like pepper All spray right. is there a life uh shelf life on pepper spray i don't know that's a good uh, that's yeah going back to my uh yeah going back to my military days i've had that plenty of times so yeah so have i don't you, know have you had it hit your mouth pepper spray yeah oh yeah oh yeah eyes nose mouth all everything yeah yeah, it's more like I said, more than once. Just some training, train military training. <laughs> you, you, you're oh, supposed yeah. to spray away, right? No, 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 no. I didn't <laughs> spray myself. No, this is part of the. <laughs> this is part of. The I can tell you more offline. How about that? <laughs> all right. All right. So, all right. Another superpower: talk to animals or speak every language. Remember, you got to look at this. Maybe when you look at it from the coach's perspective. Yeah. True. There's right. Right. True. But I'll tell you what, there'd be a pretty cool thing to have a conversation with your dogs when you get home, you know, especially right now, because we're in the, the potty train mode. Of, we have a little Aussie doodle, a little mini Aussie doodle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing is refusing yeah. to follow the house rules of outside and not inside. I feel like if I could scold it and it would hear the words <laughs> instead of just loud noises, that might help in the process. Yeah. But at the same time, I get asked all the time, why, why haven't I been uh, practicing my Spanish and become proficient in it? And I know that yeah. would be benefit. So uh, I would say from a profession, obviously, the more language, the better. But mm -hmm. personal, I need to talk to my dogs. There you go. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Last question here, Coach. So got to be completely objective here on a scale of one to ten, one being you are god awful a 10 being you are like the standard, right? How good or bad of a driver are you? 12. I'm the mm. best. I'm the best. Mm. I don't know. What, I look like I'm not a good driver? I can. I don't know. You, you rattled that off really quick. And you went, and you went beyond 10. I went off, yeah. So, I've won a, so a go-kart competition once or twice in my life. You so know? is that the feedback? Is that the feedback? No. Well, you see, people... People interpret the tens differently. Like they think they can like, hey, I always speed and never get a ticket. Or it's like, hey, Ooh. I drive the speed so limit. You're or, asking yeah. if I've ever had I have a perfect driving track. record. Yeah. I've had I've had I've had some some traffic violations, uh speeding ticket once or twice, but all in college. Right. So I've learned since. You know, uh, I'd I'd like to think that I'm a I'm a pretty good driver. Yeah. I I, I refuse to text and drive. You know, I try to send a good right. message for my kids when they're in the car. Um, you know, I, I feel good. I feel good. We'll, we'll go. We're going to 12. <laughs> it's a 15 now. <laughs> All, right. All right. I like it. Awesome. He is Coach Jimmy Kruger, the Chief Operating Officer of Tasco, as well as the head men's soccer coach for Katy Seven Lakes High School. Coach, this has been awesome. We've loved having you on. Thank you. Uh, thank you for your time. Great. Uh, you know, great interview have loved our, some of the many conversations we've had offline as well. Uh, thank you for that. And, uh, uh, as is customary, we always like to wrap up with 
kind of final thoughts, final words, any shout outs, thank yous, anything you kind of want to include or final thoughts. Uh, we, uh, we like to wrap up with that. And since you are our, our guest, we'd like to give you, give you the floor. Well, first I'd like to thank you for having me on your show. This has been a very good experience. It's my first ever podcast. Uh, I love the format nice. and I can see why it's, growth is substantial and we're looking forward to having you come to our event it's the first time we ever have a podcast or live interviewing process and i'm really excited to see where this takes us in the future and you know what better way to do it than to have a texas based podcast come be our first right uh, as far as what you know any anything down the line if you're available November 17th, 19th, come to our convention. You'll have a great time. I promise you'll come away learning something. A lot of hard work goes into it. And it's, it's if anything, you're surrounding yourself with people with similar ideas and concepts and wants and desires to become a better version of themselves as a coach. And I always tell my players, you know, I, I've been at this game since I was three years old. And this is my 16th year as a coach. And I'm still learning. I'm still a student of the game and we're always going to be learning. So take those moments to become a better version of yourself and continue to learn the game because at the end of it, we all want this game to grow. We all want to be, you know, successful and whatever that may look like to you. And, you know, it, for me, it's, I, I do it largely because I want my kids to have the best experience possible and me being prepared is half that battle. Right, right, right. And now any any additional information, Coach, as far as I know, obviously on social media, they can go at Tasco Soccer as well as uh, for, your, for your program at SL Soccer. Uh, but where any additional websites, information uh, where they, I know you did give a plug in previously, but our <clears> website. Me, where, yeah, where can they get more info? So our website's Tasco Soccer.com. We also use Sports U as a. Um, as a communications platform, if you are a coach and you, you're not on sports, you, I, you should be on there. We, we share a lot of information, our regional directors, you just reach out to your regional director. They'll give you all the codes for both the Tasco general page and then whatever region you're a part of. Um, if you are not even like ever been to our website and don't have a profile, make a profile, you know, if you have any questions, feel free to send them my way or send them to your regional director's way. We'll do our best to answer them. If you have questions about sports session planner, you can email me. My email is marketing at tasco-soccer.com. That's marketing at tasco-soccer.com. I'll be happy to answer anything. If you have more questions uh, about the event, about the convention, if you're on the fence about it, I want to make sure that you have everything you need before making that decision. And yes, Hector, I know I went old voicemail when I repeated myself like you used to do with your phone number. I saw the <laughs> smile. <laughs> yeah, no, good stuff. Good stuff. Thank you for that. Um, again, all great stuff. Great stuff. Um, excuse me. So, and final thoughts, final thoughts for me is really just simply two words. Thank you. You know, thank you to our coaches who are, you know, they're starting another school year. Uh, everyone's up and running now in the last couple of several weeks, obviously in light of, I know there are a lot of issues just in terms of a lot of turnover. People, people have retired, people have left the, uh, 
the profession, um, but our coaches, and we have a lot of new coaches that are coming in, right, that are entering, entering the ranks, the coaching ranks across the state. So one of the big things I would say is if you're a coach and you can identify or you know some of those coaches, take them under your wing, mentorship. Uh, definitely recommend Tasco Soccer. My other thank you goes out to obviously to Jimmy and to Tasco. Uh, definitely humbled, humbled by the invite, and ready to be able to kind of help grow, help grow the game, and uh, contribute to the uh, Tasco convention. So definitely humbled by that and grateful for that. So thank you. Um, and again, to our listeners, you can find us. You know where you can find us on social media on Twitter at fifty underscore fifty pod, as well as on Instagram at fifty underscore fifty podcast, as well as on YouTube. You can go to our page, the 50 underscore 50 podcast. So you're the reason why we do it or have, we're humbled by our success. The fact that we've been, you know, as I shared with Jimmy previously, how on earth we ended up being listened to in 38, 38 countries is beyond me, but we'll take it. We're grateful for that, but you're the reason why. So thank you very much. And until the next time, you know what to do. Keep downloading and keep listening. You've been listening to the 50, 50 podcast powered by college promoters, USA. Help us continue to grow by liking, rating, and subscribing on all major podcast platforms. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at 50 underscore 50 pod, on Instagram at 50 underscore 50 podcast, as well as on YouTube at the 50 underscore 50 podcast. Until the next time, keep downloading and keep listening.